It is delicious. Super premium ice cream. Super go. premium. If you call anything it's, super premium, it better be good. Welcome to the second episode of The Download. Great to have you with us today. We are uh, extremely excited to uh, have uh, not only Joel, but uh, one of our senior vice presidents, Kelly Higgins, who has been with Tier 4 for six and a half years uh, as our uh, honorary guest today. So, Kelly, thank you for joining us. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you, guys. Great to uh, be here and uh, be with you guys today. Absolutely. I'm Jake Sherrill, the founder and chairman of Tier 4 Advisors, um, joined by Joel Anderson, VP of Marketing, Tier 4 Advisors. And Kelly, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Kelly Higgins, as Jake said, I've been with Tier 4 Advisors uh, six plus years and um, came out of the uh, um, commercial space in the IT industry working for most recently Travelport in Atlanta uh, as a executive uh, leading uh, one of their IT uh, teams, uh, global IT teams. Prior to that, um, Crawford & Company uh, for a number of years, uh, leading various um, areas of the IT uh, world. So 30 plus years of IT experience, which I've uh, transitioned into tier four and help CIOs and other IT leaders uh, move to new solutions uh, using my years of experience. So it's been a great, uh, great experience doing so, sitting kind of on the other side of the desk now helping them understand um, how they can make their companies better. Uh, one of the reasons why, Kelly, thank you so much, uh, why we have a net promoter score of 97. Uh, so just kind of to level set, wanted to talk uh, to our audience about what you're going to hear today and, and uh, make sure that we're good to go. So um, a little overview again about Tier 4. going to talk about the best thing that we saw all week individually, mm-hmm. uh, go through some, some news and, and what's trending and uh, get into, uh, you know, the seven ways COVID has changed IT forever uh, for a few minutes. Then we're going to spin the wheel again. All right. Before we start, <clears throat> just kind of a quick reminder, Tier 4 Advisors founded uh, over eight years ago, and we have folks on our team like Joel and Kelly uh, who are experts in their field. If if you're an IT end user and you're looking for a subject matter expert to literally and figuratively sit on your side of the table, Tier 4 Advisors has a team of folks like Kelly who are here at your disposal. Um, we are built to come and help you do projects where you might have a high level of stress, a high level of complexity, uh, perhaps a timeline that is uh, in, in some cases maybe unrealistic but you have to beat. You have to uh, do the project in that timeline. Uh, again, we are here to help. There's a reason that we continue to say help in our message, and mm-hmm. that is why we are here. And these are seasoned folks that can help you expedite uh, different projects that you might have, whether it's data center, cloud, uh, telephony, internet connect- connectivity, excuse me, uh, managed services, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The average IT professional does one or two data center projects in an entire career. Hard to be an expert in something that you're doing once or twice in a 30- or 40-year span. Yep. You can find us at tier4advisors.com, but we talk about our five key categories. Again, data center and everything that uh, is in that category. Mm -hmm. Telecom, SD-WAN, connectivity, phones, collaboration. Managed services is our third category. Security, compliance, and then emerging tech or emerging strategies. 
Kelly, probably wish that uh, at a couple prior stops you had had tier four advisors. It would have been great to uh, help cut through the uh, chatter of uh, vendors constantly knocking on your door uh, in search of a project. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether it is an idea and you're just now brainstorming or you are getting close to signing a contract, um, tier four advisors can help add value. And uh, we are here to help any way we possibly can. So. I've literally been on calls with you and with other team members of Tier 4, Eric and Kelly as well, where the, the client, the prospect, the CAO, CTO, Director of IT, VP of Infrastructure, whoever it was we were talking with, they've literally said, where were you 20 years ago? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how many times we've heard that before. They're like, where were you at the beginning of my career? Or where were you a year ago, 15 years ago? And we just wish we could get involved sooner. You know, timing is everything in life. And we love our partner providers, but uh, helping the uh, decision makers in the uh, client space um, with uh, their decisions um, really um, is what we're all about. Absolutely. Um, Kelly, welcome. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. All right, let's jump into best thing I saw all week. Um, Joel, you going to start us out? I sure can. Okay. So the best thing that I saw all week comes from one of my favorite places, Costco. Now, Kirkland brand, <laughs> right? They have a lot of great things at Costco. Batteries, golf balls. You know, they have I a heard the of... golf balls are really good. <laughs> anyway, one of the add this item to your list the next time you're at Costco. Kirkland brand premium, super premium. It's the exact name. Super premium ice cream. It is delicious, and it's and it's Costco ice cream. That's wild. It just sounds crazy. That Kelly, it, do you go to? It just Costco? sounds crazy, yeah. but it's delicious. But uh, we'll look out for that next time. I do. Super go. premium. It's the super premium. That's the name of it. Super premium vanilla ice cream. If you call anything it's, super premium, it better it, be good. It's super it premium. It really doesn't need ice cream, Joel, but you know, it sounds tasty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. All right. Kelly, best thing you saw all week, sir. Now, it may sound trivial, but I turned on the uh, TV over the weekend to watch a little PGA golf and Lo and behold, there was the the fairway was lined with guests, with patrons, and uh, it might have been the first time, you know, since the uh, PGA restarted that I actually saw uh, people attending the, um, the tournament. So it gives me hope that you know we're starting to turn the corner and you know promise on better things to come. My best thing, International Women's Day. I've always thought, uh, you know that women in leadership positions, uh, women given the, an opportunity to do what any other man might do, uh, what was actually to me a, a, a no brainer, you know, a, a natural thing. I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but I was, uh, the first grandson in my family. And then there were, I think 11, I should know this number, 11 or 12, <laughs> uh, girls born right after me. Didn't, uh, on, on one of my sides. Oh, really? Yeah. All, <laughs> wow. all girls. It was, that was a wild, uh, wild ride there. It was looking for a boy cousin or, or a brother. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm surrounded by women in my life. Couldn't, uh, love or respect, um, them more than I do. All right, moving on. News and what is trending. Joel, I'll let you kind of uh, head this one up. Sure. And, so staying on the, the similar topic of International Women's Day, uh, one of our, our friends, Laura Miller, she's the new CIO at Macy's. Formerly the CIO at IHG, by mm-hmm. the way, uh, another corporation based here in Atlanta. Fantastic to see. Kelly, over the years, what, you know, how have you seen some of that change as well? 
Uh, yeah, I see um, certainly more needs to be done, but uh, more appointments at the sea level. Um, you know, our colleague, Eric um, McVeigh, who is also CIO, but uh, his, his wife, Lisa, in fact, um, has, has a sea level position. And so um, the appointment of uh, Laura Miller at Macy's, uh, there, there's uh, you know, more and more um, women moving up uh, as, as there should be. And uh, uh, you can look at any of uh, you know, Forbes or Wall Street Journal and look for who's who. And, and I, I am happy to see more of, more of that happening. Um, you know, it's, it's um, you know, chain, you know, diversity in general. I, I think we have to address that uh, throughout the um, leadership at organization. Absolutely. Fantastic. <clears throat> kind of interesting trend right now, this uh, buy now, pay later shopping technology. Uh, is, that the, is that the future of, of how we're going to buy things? I think amongst millennials right now. Uh, buy it's, now, it's, pay later. Yeah, buy now, pay later. And, you know, we talk about technology. I guess the, those retailers have to adopt their POS environments, point of sale uh, devices to offer a pay now or you know, buy later. Yeah, kind of interesting to see that trend. Um, I, what is this for, like socks or food? Or yeah, I think just kind of like your everyday retail items, so like department cars. stores. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, may, it may be in the future. It might move into, you know, kind of larger retail items. But Interesting. Okay. They have to fulfill their their uh, payment promise, right? So they they have to figure that out. And, you know, do you penalize? Do you, you know, make them pay late fees, et cetera? How does that work? Yeah. Right. Rent to own, errands comes to mind, you know? All right. Yeah, all kind of similar and overlap in some ways there. Good deal. Virtual meeting fatigue. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. It's a very real thing. We got Kelly here from, uh, we're in the same city, greater same city. Um, obviously on virtual meeting here. I, I, I miss the um, getting out and uh, socializing. It is, it is definitely different. Um, it's been a year now, right? So we're grateful for video meetings and, you know, you think about zoom, they, they've, it's become a household name. Just like when you make a copy, you say, I'm going to go Xerox something. Or I think it's fair to say that, uh, you know, the world was faced with, uh, something that, you know, a lot of folks could have never really planned for. Maybe there were a few people that were warning of this potential happening one day. Um, but now we are, basically a year old in this aspect. Yeah. And my, my smartphone, you know, popped up a, a day. Remember this day a year ago, and I happened to be at uh, an Atlanta United uh, soccer match. And that was probably sold out with uh, <laughs> what? 80,000. 80, yeah. In that amazing stadium. Yeah. 80,000 of your closest friends. No one wearing a mask yet, of course. No, so. of course. Boy, how life can change in a matter of minutes, let alone a year. Right. Yep. All right. Let's go down this rapid fire here. Agility is now a necessity. Um, Kelly, I'm going to, I'll go ahead and rapid fire a few of these points. You go ahead and add, you know, color around it if you want. But again, seven ways COVID has changed IT forever. Agility is now a necessity. Thoughts on that? Shifting workforce to remote, you know, untangling logistics and the tech issues that everybody had to uh, deal with. Um, So you've got to, you're going to have to uh, you know, it's teaching everybody to adapt quickly and consider that COVID, uh, a COVID-like uh, situation could occur again. So how do you address that? 
Indeed. Number two, digital transformation leaps forward. How do we do more with uh, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, leveraging other technology uh, to remain relevant so that your company doesn't go out of business? Um, you know, maybe uh, you're, if, you're, if you employ a call center or a contact center, you, know, you can really uh, take advantage of some of the um, technologies and integrations uh, with social media now. So, Yeah, and one thing that I'll add in the digital transformation piece is that you know, a lot of uh, legacy way of thinking was if there was a problem, we'd have you know, people come on site and fix it. Now the as-a-service model is making more and more sense every single day. And I think that, you know, not only the, the remoting in perspective, but, and that's been around for years, obviously, but some of the thoughts of, you know, an on-prem PBX versus putting that in the cloud. And oh, by the way, the on-prem PBX is 11 years old. You know, good excuse now to do that. Some people have COVID-related uh, budgets now as well, hmm. where they're encouraged by their finance teams to go out and, and make some of these decisions that are more COVID-friendly. Uh, and rather than having things on-site, a data center on-prem, um, you know, they're looking at other ideas more so now than ever uh, around outsourcing, you know, infrastructure as a service, disaster recovery as a service, um, unified communications as a service. Uh, Kelly brought up contact center. Contact center as a service. Uh, again, it's it, it's interesting to see. Collaboration is now routine. Kelly joining us here on Zoom. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mentioned you know Zoom these. Zoom product has become a household name, uh, but there, you know, there are many other products out there. You know, Slack, Google, Microsoft Teams come to mind, and and others that are less uh, well known that Tier Four, you know, ha happens to represent, like a Ring Central, a Dialpad, eight by eight. Those are all collaboration uh, solutions that offer great services, uh, integrations, and can support you know clients of all sizes. If if you're within an hour drive from somebody. You know, you would have rarely, if, if I'm really speaking for myself, rarely the idea would be to send out a Zoom link. You know, let's meet halfway and grab coffee at Starbucks. Sure. Right? Yep. Or let's meet up for breakfast. Something. I, I mean, that aspect literally 365 days ago is what I did at least for the prior 20 years of my career. And versus where we are today, I mean, you know, you have offices that are a couple thousand square feet, five, eight people in the office. Instead of meeting in a conference room, you're, you're on a Zoom call, you know? Um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Collaboration is now routine. Number four, uh, threat awareness is now enhanced and expanded. I mean, obviously, people working from home, you know, links uh, being sent, text messages, instant messenger. I mean, we've got five different collaboration tools all installed on our phones and uh, tablets and laptops. Kelly, I mean... How do you make sense of that? Well, I, I think COVID taught us that this is uh, is another threat in in the same vein as um, you know business continuity and DR. How do you, how do we prepare and address um, this situation where our business could be locked down, no one could can go on site, et cetera, or get near a particular city if there is an outbreak? So um, you have to have the tools and the the remote um, capabilities to keep the business running. Number five, IT is accepted more so now than ever as a business solutions driver. Pretty self-explanatory there, but any color to add? I think uh, you know IT helped reshape um, companies and um, how they did business. You know the curbside pickup and uh, um, uh, you know maybe morphing from we're making um, uh, 
drinkable alcohol to hand sanitizer for a while. Uh, or companies that made certain products turned to making uh, masks. So um, all those came out of this and IT helped shape, shape the way or the capability of doing so. Which actually dovetails into number six very nicely. IT is now viewed as a financial innovator. So to your point, innovating, enabling, and empowering the business to stay relevant, mm-hmm. right? Do things that their customers now want rather than going and maybe walking through Costco to get the super premium ice cream. You know, maybe I holler at them at, on, on an app or something like that and yep. I can pick it up or it's now being delivered. But either way, I'm still eating and consuming their product. Sure. Right. And how you pay for it, um, you know, con- contactless payments. Don't forget about the, the buy now, pay later aspect. <laughs> on, BNPL. On yeah. <laughs> right. What is this bill for? It's for the ice cream I ate 65 days ago. <laughs> okay. All right. Good stuff. That's right. Well, with how much I buy, I might need to. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Number seven, a new IT workforce is appearing. Uh, um, is appearing. You know, we talk about... Uh, 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 managed services. We talk about uh, remote working. Um, you know, again, adding color there. I mean, a new IT workforce is appearing. What are your thoughts on that piece? Employees have to become more self-motivating, um, self-starters. There's, there's not someone, you know, uh, the boss, you know, checking in on them uh, like they would be, you know, walking down the hall. So they have to work with little supervision um, and stay focused. And that's hard in a remote setting, particularly if you have children and uh, other dynamics in, in the home. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, the term dynamic workforce is something that I've been using now for a couple of years. But, you know, the idea of I need a DBA for six hours a day, not eight or 10 hours a day, you know, when that makes sense to outsource rather than have in, in-house as a W-2 employee, sick days, retirement, benefits, et cetera. Um, but you know, over and above that, I I mean, you're talking about, again, the dynamics of different needs that enterprises have, whether it's, you know, it security, finding and retaining the talent, getting them trained up, expecting them to do certain things, whether that makes sense to have in-house or outsource. Um, we tend to see a lot of the secret sauce, a lot of the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, are with the W2s where a lot of the, um, kind of ancillary blocking and tackling, if you will, um, is outsourced. And I, I think that trend will just absolutely continue. I, I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. As a service or fractional, whatever the right term is, um, gig workforce to use another industry's term, right. uh, those will those will become more prevalent uh, yeah. for companies to succeed. Especially around that commoditized work that is that is needed, right? You know, there's a lot of stuff that's not commoditized. But the, the stuff that is, you're starting to see, you know, even over the last couple of years, pre-COVID, um, that was already taking shape. And I think that, uh, that now this is our, our, our normal. I, I think it'll continue to go down that route. All right. Anything else to add? Seven ways COVID has changed IT forever. I don't think so. Should we spin that wheel real quick? Let's do it. And the show on a good note? This is a fun one. A lot of our viewers love this part of the show. Yeah, so... so- Exactly. So we're going to let the wheel decide. Random question. We'll get into the question. Number 14 14. is what is your favorite movie? Oh, Kelly, Um, should we start with you? Oh, sure. I think um, I tend to watch Forrest Gump over and over. I never get tired of it. (laughs) Run, Forrest, run. Should I go next? Yep. Okay. So my top three, I know we said one Skyfall, James Bond. 
Top Gun, Count of Monte Cristo. Tough to argue with, at least for our audience, you know, anything Star Wars related. Star Trek is kind of cool. For me, as a kid, Top Gun was my jam. Back to the Future, Mm. the trilogy. Always good. (laughs) I mean, you know, where we're going, we don't need roads. As a kid, Michael J. Fox on the hoverboard, Back to the Future 2. Yep. That, I mean, my, I thought by now I'd be riding a hoverboard. So I just mentioned, I think, 10 movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, if I had to pick one movie to watch right this second, the last movie I ever get to watch, Greatest Showman, because I'm singing along. Ooh. Gets me right here. Right? Gets the emotions going. I love it. All right, should we plug some more upcoming VIP events? You know, we've done a lot of these VIP events. These are the anti-lunch-and-learn type of events, okay? In a prior life, there are companies out there that'll, you know, Rent out a little side room at the Capitol Grill. They'll, they'll invite you. They'll feed you a steak sandwich and give you a Shirley Temple. And the, it's death by PowerPoint for two and a half hours. That is not what these events are, Mm-mm. right? These events are designed to get folks just like Kelly Higgins out of the office, come out and do something that is enjoyable for you. Talk about business because that's what we as professionals do. There's probably something in there for everyone. Yep. These are responsible events, okay? We're not going to be half-hugging, shaking hands, stuff like that. We're all adults. We can take care of, of, of that aspect. There was a gentleman who came to one of our um, the Tank Town event, and he said, I have <clears throat> never, ever been invited to go drive tanks and shoot machine guns. And he's like, I could not miss this one. Those were his exact words, and it was for him, and he had a great time. Anyway, so tier4advisors.com slash events. You'll be able to see upcoming VIP events in your area. We have two that are um, happening next week. Uh, they're nearly full, but we have one or two spots left. So if you'd like to join us, TPC Scottsdale, Wednesday, March 17th. Jake will be out there. I'll be there. Breaking the course record. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. For amount of balls lost. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Upcoming VIP events in your market. COVID-friendly. Great chance to get out and network with some like-minded peers. Give you a good time. Absolutely. COVID-friendly. Great chance to get out and network with some like-minded peers. Give you a good time. Absolutely. Long, Long overdue. Crazy always, year. always great, uh, and our clients love them. Kelly, couldn't thank you enough for being our guest today. Thanks so much for your time today. Just thank you uh, for being uh, allowing me to be here. You bet, Joel. Anything in closing? No, we nailed it. All right. <laughs> Second episode of the download. Thanks the again download. for joining us. Thank you. Take care.